Welcome to the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. This thing is huge. It's the greatest, most outrageous, incredibly fun podcast on the internet today. It's all about the Don. The most spectacular entrepreneur alive today. For entrepreneurs who also want to dominate their market and destroy their competition. You should be your competition's huge problem. This is the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast with Steve Cypress and Everett Fornell. Welcome to another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. Steve Cypress here along with the hardest working, nonstop, on the go, always building businesses for his clients, Mr. Everett Fornell. Well, Steve, I really appreciate that. It's summer, so I was going to take a few months off because because uh, it's summer. <laughs> <laughs> and so, in case you're listening, we'll let you in on the inside joke. That is the topic for this week's episode, which is this whole thing about how lots of people, and certainly the Congress, takes off pretty much for the summer. And so it's pretty much a given in American politics, government, whatever you want to call it, that like nothing gets done all summer. And so I saw something on the news the other day. I was flipping around, so I don't remember what channel. I don't remember what politician, because I really, you know, they're all the same to me. And so they were going like, hey, you guys are about to break for your summer break. And do you, don't you think that, you know, the people that voted you into office, they're clamoring for you to not have a summer vacation because you've got to get back to Washington and get some stuff done and get what they're paying you or what they elected you to do or all this nonsense. And so it's all about this take the time off for the summer, which I guess Congress is going to do. And even though they tell you that that doesn't mean they're taking time off necessarily the whole summer, it means they're back in their districts pressing the flesh and cutting ribbons and giving commencement addresses and speaking to people and doing whatever. But they're not in committee, they're not in Congress, not voting on bills. So technically, presidents... Again, I don't pay that much attention, but in my experience, I think presidents tend to take a lot of bunch of time off in the summer also. Something tells me, though, that I just don't see that for the first time in over a 50-year career, somehow Donald Trump is going to, for the first time ever, decide, hey, I'm just going to take it easy and take the summer off. I mean, how about you ever? <laughs> well, I don't see it happening. Obviously, who knows? We will see, but... Like you said, uh, the best judge about how somebody is going to behave is how they have behaved in the past, hence why existing Past performance so is the best indicator of future results. Exactly. So Right, so, so we can yeah, see that Trump is going to work. So there's stuff Trump can do. So here's the thing, and how this relates to your business is a lot of business people take off or at least very much ramp down and slow down in the summer, and that's the time to take two weeks to wherever and take a week here, and especially that I have young kids, kids are off from school. Oh, I always take the kids, you know, I get in the RV for, for a month or I take wow. the kids up to the cabin for two weeks or whatever it is. There's this tendency to do that. So I, I don't know about you, Everett, but I've personally had, probably historically, my very best times in just about any business I've been in and for my clients in the summer because the competition is just so not there. They've slowed down. They've gone away. There's still people that need goods and need services, even if a slightly less percentage is buying. There's a whopping percentage of competitors not competing, so it's like scooping up the clients is so much easier when everyone else is taking the time off. So I've never been the one myself, and I can't imagine Trump will either be one to just take it easy in the summer because that's what everyone else is doing. Well, absolutely not. 
you know, it's like a, a sales trainer I used to know, uh, or a sales trainer I know used to say is, you know, the problem with summer is that everybody's on vacation and then they're, you know, and they're leaving and nobody wants to buy anything because the kids are out of school and, and then, you know, come the end of summer, kids are getting back into school and you're kind of getting back into the groove and, and then you kind of turn around and then it's, you know, it's Thanksgiving and then it's Christmas and nobody wants to do anything Thanksgiving. No, it's Christmas. the holidays. And then it's, then it's the new knows. year and, you know, and then before you know it, it's Easter and nobody wants to, you know, it's all the holidays and, 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 then, and then it's summer again and nobody does anything during the summer. And, uh, you <laughs> Therefore, know, you, you can never sell anything to anyone. Yeah, you, it, nobody will ever do any business ever. And of course, the uh, you know the the moral of the story being that that's an absurd line of thinking. But it's the same line of thinking people have when they say, "Well, nobody does anything during the summer." Well, the the economy does not come to a grinding halt during the summer any more than it comes to a grinding halt when there's a big snowstorm in the northwest or northeast or wherever. It it, it just doesn't happen. Life goes on. Sure, somebody might be on vacation, but they're going to be back from vacation, too, and they're going to need something before they go, and they're going to need something when they get back. So, yeah, when, when people take their foot off the pedal during a period of time in their business, they're making a huge mistake, and what they're doing is they're just giving other people the business that they should be gathering. I would hope that our listeners are not, even if they aren't a seasonal business, because, look, they, they, there are businesses that are seasonal. There's no doubt about it. But I would hope that our listeners are are sharp enough to know that even the off-season, there's still a ton of business to be had. You just have to go after it maybe a little more aggressively, maybe a little differently. Maybe you've got to change the way you do something. Maybe it's a little more expensive to get a sale. But there are still people making tons of money in the off-season, whatever that off-season is. There are people making tons of money during the season, whatever that season is, whatever. I, I live in Florida. And Memorial Day, like everybody goes home. The snowbirds fly north for the summer. Right, I mean, they're gone. So everybody in the restaurant business, everybody, they just say, "Oh, well, you know, it's not in the season. The snowbirds have gone north for the summer, and it like as if there's nobody in the state except for the snowbirds." So you know, yes, they're an economic impact, but yes, there are still thousands of restaurants and thousands of service businesses who know how to market who are making millions of dollars over the next few months until the snowbirds. Well, come you back said something very important. You said that your cost of doing business, you're acquiring new customers or even getting repeat sales might go up. I mean, very much might go up. I mean, let's take a heating and air guy. When when the doing heating in the middle of the winter or cooling in the middle of the summer, he doesn't even have to have an ad running and his phone is ringing nonstop. But in the spring and in the fall, well, he can still get lots of business done. There's lots of ways that he can do business and make appointments. We won't get into all the details here, but actually that's part of our advanced tip. If you go to the website, LessonsLearnFromDonaldTrump.com, you get the contact information forever. Myself will share some of those strategies with you. But the point is that there is still work to be done in those, quote, off-seasons that can bring in plenty of money. It's just that now, yeah, you might have to place an ad, mail a letter. You might have to put out a little expense. However, because you're making money and doing business, not to mention you're gobbling up customers from your competition that will then do repeat business with you later when they wake up and get back to work in the fall and go, hey, where'd my customers go? Oh, one of my competitors was working like normal or like a dog all summer, and he kind of took my customers from me while I was asleep. So there are plenty of things you can do. just might take a little more work. If you're afraid of doing a little work to get more business, then pay no attention to this episode. Take the summer off and let your competition gobble up some of your customers and clients. Yeah, well, but you just better hope a member of your competition isn't listening and taking heed because if they are, you might come back 
And, and you know, you made an important point that I want to reiterate. is the repeat client. So here's the deal. Definitely client acquisition goes up. But if you're building and keeping and fostering and working your customer list, then you can make offers to your customer list and your cost of sale might be the cost of an email, which depending on how big your list is and everything, it can vary. There can be some cost to it, but it's negligible. So you can still make offers to your list. So even if you say, okay, well, I'm not doing customer acquisition because it's very difficult and very expensive, at some point by fostering your list, you don't need to do customer acquisition through the slow periods. You can just make offers to your existing customers, and there you have it. And, well, you now know, that is, and then to bring us full circle at the end of the episode here, that relates to Trump as well, because even if congressmen are not going to be sitting there in Washington, D.C., so he can't go address them all at once or have them pass a bill or do whatever they're not doing all summer, he can still get on the phone, foster relationships, talk to them, get them working on stuff. He can even, if he wants, hop in a, in a big jumbo jet and get out there and hold a rally and also spend a day or two with the local senator, congressman, whomever. I don't have a crystal ball, but I think that's what you're going to see Trump do. I do he, he's even going to invite people to him. So even though they're, quote, off for the summer, congressmen and senators and whatever will be flying to Mar-a-Lago or whatever, wherever the heck Trump wants to be to play golf with them because when he's playing golf, he's not just hitting the ball around. He's also meeting with dignitaries and Congress people and whatever, and that's what I predict he'll be doing during the summer. It means we've seen the real question, though, is regardless of what Trump's doing, dear listener, what are you going to do for the summer? Is this going to be one if you've always taken it easy and taken it off? Are you going to say, you know, Stephen Everett, those guys are kind of crazy, but at least let me just prove them wrong, and let me for one summer at least try and go all out and see if it makes sense to put the pedal to the metal and get some advertising and marketing and sales done during this summer and see if it works. Or are you going to say, ah, you know, that's what I do, I just take it easy, and I'll just hope that no one of my competitors is either listening to this podcast or anybody else that will steer them in the right direction is that there is a whole ton of money to be made, especially in times when your competition is slowing down, which also happens this summer. So at the end, I guess I'll just leave you with one question I'll ask, and then you can close it up however you choose ever. But I'll say, why don't you ask yourself, which would you rather be the person who takes it easy and goes to bed every night wondering if your competitors are going to put the pedal to the metal and start stealing your customers and making repeat sales and getting them for lifetime loyalty, or if you're going to be the one that others are losing sleep over. That's your decision. I would just give a uh, bank, future bank thought. The customer that you get in the off-season today, how much is that customer worth over during the season when they need business from you more? But also, over the lifetime, if you foster the relationship with them, and when you get ready to sell your business, see that customer's money, that money that that customer brings in might be worth a five or a ten. You know, I, I mean, not only is it worth X amount per year, but it could be worth five or ten times that amount in a lump sum when you get ready to sell. So not only getting paid today for the work that you do, instead of taking the time off and taking it easy and coasting, you get paid today, but you get paid next year, next year, and the following year, and you get paid a big lump sum when it's time to cash in the chips. So it just makes sense to me, to all things considered, to not take it easy and to keep the nose to the grindstone. 
I like it. I like getting paid, and my bank account doesn't care what the calendar says. It likes getting money put into it. So that will draw to a close another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. As always, go to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com, contact Deborah and myself for the advanced tip of the week, and check back here again next week with another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump podcast. It is this, which this is the hardest working nonstop. I mean, let me ask you, Everett, are we going to take the summer off and not do any more episodes for the next three months? You know, one of the big complaints that I get, there's two complaints that I get. Number one, that I don't take vacations because I don't like them. And number two, my wife laughs at me and tells me that I'll never retire. She's probably right. So I do not foresee us taking any time off at all. Boy, that's a page out of my life almost verbatim. I always say, I mean, if you love what you're doing, why retire? It doesn't even make any sense to me. I can't even imagine such a thing. And as far as taking time off, same thing. Vacation uh, away from something I love, why, why do I need to do that? Anyway, we'll leave it there, and we will be back again next week with another episode of the Lessons Learned from Donald Trump Podcast. Cheers. Very nice. Beautiful. Yeah, I like it. That's sort of yeah. a, again, we're stretching a little because we had an if in there. We don't know. But I think we can pretty safely assume Trump is going to work all summer. Yeah, but I mean, even if he doesn't, I mean, it's still good information. And Oh, yeah, that's for sure. As a practical matter, I doubt But I still think Trump's going to work all summer. He just is. Yeah. He always has and he is. Can you imagine? I can't even imagine. I mean, what would Trump do not working? <laughs> like you just said, he doesn't take a vacation. He's famous. He's probably out of never his mind. has taken a vacation. And it's the same thing we were talking about. He doesn't have to take a vacation because when he's building a golf course in Ireland, he can go there for the weekend ceremony and can stay an extra day or two there. You know, I don't. He, I can't. Could you? Ima- I can't even imagine trying to see. I know what I'm like. I can't imagine trying to see Donald Trump sit on the beach and just sit there. <laughs> can't imagine. I know I can't do it. Like, I cannot imagine he could do that. Like, he'd sit there like I do for about five minutes and go, like, i got to go do something. Like, this yeah, is this, this was uh, a nice idea, but it's not working. Although, out. you ought to check into the news today, or at least the pop news going on, because an awesome, hilarious thing happened last night. Donald Trump fell asleep in the middle of a tweet. Did he really? And Nuh-uh. it's the biggest news in all of social media. <laughs> <laughs> it is his They're most retweeted tweet of all time. Yeah, you yes, ought to just check it out on, on any, just type it into Google or whatever. You'll have a blast. I mean, he just, it's awesome. So there you go. They were like, oh, this ridiculous tweet just sat there for six hours and then it was deleted. Yeah, well, then you know he slept for six hours. What do you want me to say? <laughs> anyway. Well. All right, my friend. Trump baffles the world again with absolute nonsense. People yeah, think but that's because he fell asleep in the middle of the tweet. Get a clue, people. <laughs> people it's funny. Think I've done that. I've been typing away race. at the keyboard, and then, you know, I must have conked out, and I wake up, and there's like 400 X's and L's <laughs> and colons on the screen. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, I guess I fell asleep there on the keyboard. Like, you know, that's what he did on Twitter. I think it happens. That's funny. So, you that's know, th- that's, that's the extent of Trump taking it easy. I will fall asleep tweeting. Uh, yeah. 
Goodness gracious. Uh, uh, what a horrible thing. As far as you're going to get from Trump taking time off. <laughs> he takes a nap in the middle yeah, of the he fell, well, Yeah, he sleeps at night. Oh, lo and behold. But, of course, as a man, like a maniac, he had to have his Twitter in his hand while he fell asleep. Right? <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. It is. So. All right. Some of the responses are hilarious. His own response is hilarious. Like the whole thing's funny. That's fine. All right. Anyway, very good, and have a great weekend. Thank you. You too. You've just listened to the most terrific podcast on the internet today. If you want to be a winner like Trump. Make sure to go listen to the rest of the episodes and get our advanced tip of the week by going to LessonsLearnedFromDonaldTrump.com and join us next time unless you like being a loser. Some people do. Trust me.